Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to episode 263 of the Player Player Podcast. Before I get started, I want to give a big thank you to both old and new additions to our crew tuning in to listen to us do what we do. What is that, Arsene? Talk about video games. Talk about video games. Every Thursday of every week, we gather around the virtual water cooler to discuss video games and the culture surrounding them. I'm your host, Joseph Hooper, a.k.a. The Hoop Man, along with my co-host, my Oni-chan, Arsene Lakwa. Konnichiwa, minasan. Genki desu ka? So, uh, guys, as you guys know, as the avid listeners know who, who tune in every week, I wasn't here last week. Last week, you had R on, you had you and Jay on, talking about some great stuff. And I'm going to be honest, I hadn't listened to that episode. I just, Don't worry I just, about it. I was like, did he do an episode? I checked, and he did, and you had R and you, Jay. I was like, okay, all right. Imagine, I'll have to go listen. Yeah. Go ahead. What did you say? I said, imagine I didn't do an episode. I would, I would have let everyone down. You would have let all the, the, the devout listeners down, all right? But guess what? None of that matters. We're back. You did episode. Uh, shout out to Jose. Just giving a random shout out to somebody. Just giving a random shout out this week. Shout out to Jose one time for listening. Uh, and if you did listen to this, Jose, then uh, go ahead and post in the Discord. Uh, and if you don't post in the Discord, you're just not getting any more shout outs. That's how it works. Right? Uh, okay. If you do post, you'll get a shout out next week. All right. And it's if like a we forget, our sin Venmo's you $1. Yeah, I can do that. Yes, yeah, yeah, there we go. That's the rules. That's the rules. It's like a little game we're playing here. <laughs> a little game. Uh, anyways, I wasn't here last week. I was in Japan. I'm sure you probably mentioned that in the in the pot last week. But now I'm back, and I'm ready to talk about all sorts of things that I saw over there mm-hmm. in the land of the rising sun. Okay. Right? But before we get there, I want to ask you a quick thing. Ask me something. How you doing? pretty good man can't complain too too much you know we still on baby grind baby sleep grind we're working on it you know we haven't reached our goals yet but i think we're making progress so that's all we can ask for in this great wide world of ours so shout out to the baby one time sleep she still ain't sleep no she it's a it's a long arduous process uh she has to learn it's like uh for her, it, it, the uh, okay, the comparison would be like me studying for a multivariable calculus test. Uh-huh. You know, she's studying to sleep. She's studying to sleep, and she's not doing. She's not that great at school yet. She's never been, so you know, it's kind of a kind of a situation. So we're working on it. We're gonna get it. Uh, we're gonna get it going. Uh, soon enough, sooner rather than later, obviously. But other than that, um, there was damn. There was one thing I was gonna bring up. This happens every week, and some weeks I write it down, and I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm here, I'm prepped, I'm ready to go, but I don't think I got it this time. Oh, I guess I will. It's show and tell once again. Your boy has an addiction. We got two new Gundams. Showing the, the people at home. You guys, I'll, I'll send a picture to the people at home. We got two new so Gundams. standing up, adjusting my camera, only for the camera to be basically in the same exact place. That That's messed up. Certain. Yeah. Oh, we got two new Gundams. Okay. Oh, okay. That, that's actually crazy. That it reminded me of what I was gonna say. I finished. Oh, okay. Uh, Witch from Mercury. 
Oh that, yeah, how uh, was that? Series. I think you would enjoy. It. I know you're not a big uh, mech guy, big Gundam guy, but I thought it was it was actually pretty solid in terms of like you know new age anime go. I thought the drama okay. was there, the plot was there, the politics you know was, were politicking, and I was okay. like, dang, I'm, I'm locked in. People, you know, betrayals happening. Overall, mm-hmm. for a 25 episode series, I I recommend for damn near anybody to watch. Uh, it's a wow. it's pretty uh, pretty solid on that front. A strong like a okay. strong eight out of ten. Um, and then also I beat Final Fantasy 16, which I thought Ooh. was a pretty big accomplishment. So so we got there we go. Wow, we got two big segues. You're just set, you're setting me up. You're like fucking I don't even know. You're like D Wade over here Ooh. setting the layer. I'm about to. Yeah, you it down. Okay. Starting one, starting on anime. Wish for Mercury. It sounds like it sounds sick. All right, just based off the title alone, that's uh-huh. a sick title. So I'm like, mm, I'm kind of interested. Now I haven't seen. I don't watch, like you said. I don't watch mech animes. I think the the most recent mech anime I've seen was. Uh, Did you watch was NG? Zoids? You watch Zoids? <laughs> what, what was it with Liger? Was yeah, that Zoids. Zoids. <laughs> that's fire, bro. So that's my, you know, that's okay. my most recent anime. That was about fifteen odd years ago or okay. something. Uh, you don't watch so, NGE yet? Still, I don't, what is NGE? Neon Genesis? No. Oh, I thought you watched like a couple episodes. I didn't watch it. Okay, no, I, I didn't watch it. But speaking of anime, I did watch. <laughs> yeah. Hey, your boy's on JoJo. All right, your boy started. I. I don't know how I got here, but I needed some content to watch on the plane, on the Shinkansen, uh, you know, the bullet train or whatever mm-hmm. while I was in Japan. So I was like, let's see what Netflix got so I can do the offline downloading. And JoJo was one of the first things to come up. So I was like, mm, I guess I'll give it another chance. Let's go. Uh, I'm ready for the hot time, I don't know what happened. I don't know what like changed in my life. But I rewatched season one, arc one, I guess. I was like, pretty good, yeah, pretty good, bad. pretty good, pretty good. So I'm, I'm deep in it. Like I'm, I got through the first generation JoJo. Okay, and okay. I'm on second generation JoJo. Oh, he's it's just crazy. He's lost crazy. He did. I it. just don't under. I mean, like it's just craziness episode after episode, and I'm just like. I still don't. I'm like, when did the stands come in? I was, I was like, ain't that the whole show? No, like, no, no. And see, I'm still like, that's, twenty. I'm like twenty episodes in. That's you're getting there, okay? If stands okay. don't come until part three, which okay, technically okay. I think by Netflix standards is considered like season two. So okay. just I'm in your, part two right now. You should be. You already got through the first generation JoJo, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm finish in second generation. Finish second I'm generation JoJo. You're a Joseph. Once you're done with Joseph, then you get stands immediately, and that's what you get mm. for the rest of the series. Okay, okay. This is very interesting because I'm like, what the hell Ooh. is going on, bro? Ooh. Like this show is just, it's just all over the place. Power levels are all over the place. We're just doing whatever we want, and. You know, I talked a lot of shit about JoJo in the past. I even tried to watch JoJo in the past. I just couldn't get... I, I didn't see the appeal. But your, now I'm in. Your brain wasn't scrambled enough back then, bro. Yeah. Now you got yeah, your... I don't know what trauma happened to me since then, where I was like, okay, now this somehow clicks in me. So now I'm watching JoJo. Now I get the poses. Mm. Now I get... I understand who Dio is. Mm, okay. Uh, you know, so I, I'm getting the references now. I still got a long ways to go, apparently, uh, but I'm in it. Uh, 
And I got to say, goaded outro music. Goaded outro yes. music. The classic joke. I, I hope, you know, I hope to God they don't change this outro music because there was one point where there was a fight that happened. Oh. And then I, I like they changed it. I was like, "Oh no, nah, they fucked everything up." And then it came back. I was like, "Okay, yeah, okay, now we're still yeah. back." So like, I'm just please don't fumble the bag. I have a feeling there's no way they can keep this outro music for like the next they eighty don't, episodes. I will, you know, it's not really a spoiler, but you know, they don't okay. keep it. I just I don't want no. I don't want your hopes to get you know no. too high, bruh. And bruh is very. <laughs> I, I agree. Roundabout is one of the best anime outros um simply because it's not an anime outro it's a it's no, a it's regular a ass song. rock song <laughs> but what they do every season every part has its own just song that is the outro okay. basically okay so okay. you'll just you get to you'll get used to some stuff part five has a very iconic one let okay. me know when you get to, if you ever make it to part five i make it and make you'll, it. you'll be like what the heck i remember the first time i listened to it i was like Wait a minute! <laughs> Wait, this don't this don't feel right. So that's Dang, all I say. Okay, they got like well Uzi Vert in there or something. Anyways, anyways, uh, before we get any further, uh, just want to let everybody know this is a one a one a oneer one and is done. What we'll call it one and done. There's no uh, post show coming tomorrow, or there's no like casual cool down or whatever coming tomorrow. It's all one episode because there's just so much to talk about since I've been gone. Uh, which brings me to my next topic. Final Fantasy 16. Mm. You said you beat it. I beat it. And I'm I'm putting in the work, all right? I'm okay. like, Starfield's right around the corner. I can't be diddly-dallying anymore. I got to get this game off my plate. Got to put in the time. Final Fantasy 16? It's an okay game, all right? So far, yeah. it's an okay game. I was very... I want to say I was hyped on it. When I first started, I was really high on. It. I was like, okay, the big cinematic moments are sick. Like these are great, and we already talked about like the low par actual in-game cutscenes mm-hmm. and all the side missions, all that stuff. Uh, but now that I'm like even further in it, uh, just to give perspective, and you can tell me how far I am in the game uh, without giving spoilers. We are. I basically fought this person. Didn't finish the job, and now I'm basically going back to hunt this person down again. You're about you know halfway I mean. through, about Act halfway two, through. I think. Yeah, which is so I'm not even fifty percent of the way, or it, it is through, about through the game. I'd say it was about fifty percent of the way through the the game entirely, okay. but okay. through just that, uh, and also act. through that part act. Yeah. Okay. 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 So I will still say, you know, the big moments are still really nice, really fun, but the game. The more I play it, the more I'm like, when you look at this video game as a whole, it's just not, it's like, we're like in 2003 with our, yes, our game. That's a good description. Like, it just feels like there's no soul in the core, core, core of this game. Which is kind of a bummer. And hopefully, I know it's not going to change. I'm not even going to say hopefully it'll change. I know <laughs> it's not going to change. But hopefully the you know main story does a little more carrying. Um, but, and sorry, I just got distracted. I got I got Blessing Adeoye Jr. Uh, he's on my little Discord the friends blessing. list. 
He's not in the call or anything like that. He's on my my Discord friends list. I know what you're I just see him playing Starfield. I'm jealous, bro. I'm just like, (laughs) how can I focus on the podcast? (laughs) I need to take this down. What is going on, bro? Close out of Discord. I don't need to be seeing all that. Come on now. Anyways, I'm just kind of, I'm a little sad because Final Fantasy 16, people talking about, oh, this, this might be game of the year for me. X, Y, and Z, X, Y, and Z. That's I can't. I can't excuse. You, yeah. I can't excuse what I'm seeing here. These side missions, and I know some people are like just don't play the side missions. No, it's a part of the game, so I get to complain about it. All right. Okay. Ain't no, just skip through the dialogue. Blah blah. Granted, I'm not. I'm not paying attention to what none of these motherfuckers are saying anymore. I was like, every now and again, at the beginning of the game, you were like, oh, you can get it. You can get a gem. Like we were talking about a couple episodes ago mm-hmm. when they were talking about the the branded. And it was like we were in that little racist town. I was like, "Oh, this is kind of <laughs> interesting." That shit is. That was crazy. That the little sundown town was crazy. Now we're in the point where it's like, okay, this is just, this is just the most cookie cutter. I got this dude talking about how do I how do I make the perfect carving knife? I gotta please this guy. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what? They got me running around talking to different people. None of these people matter. Little generic Lego looking people. Build your own person, person. I'm just like, what's going on, man? What is this cookie cutter game? Who let, yeah, like who let this slide? You know, I feel like I don't know, bro. I would have preferred a more streamlined experience. Let the game be twenty to thirty hours instead of forty to fifty hours. You know, yeah, just just 100%. cut the fluff. I mean, and like, sure, I kind of enjoy the little hunts you go on. Like they give you yeah. a little wanted and you you go out use the map find these little mini boss fights or whatever that's kind of fun um i don't mind the kind of like mindless fighting you do to like in the main story to get to the core area i don't you know it's not the best but it's it's not terrible but yeah just like oh we're gonna pause the game give you all these little side missions and it's just a whole bunch of nothing Mm -hmm. right final fantasy Seven Remake does this on a smaller scale, but I would argue that Final Fantasy Seven Remake, at least the part one or whatever, um, I'm sure I'm going to find a cat with Cloud, but I actually really like Cloud. I like the group and party I'm with, and so it's like, oh, this is a short little mission. This was funny, and there's only like three of those missions every four hours, mm-hmm. five hours maybe. This is like, we're getting these missions every two hours, <laughs> and this shit, none of these things are really fun anymore. So that's my complaint. Uh, Final Fantasy 16 definitely falling way down the list of best games this year for me, just because of that point alone. Granted, I, I won't take away the cutscenes, the main story, all that stuff is still quite good. But even that, you can let me know. You know where I am. Mm-hmm. People talk about, yeah, I shed tears, X, Y, and Z at some of the dialogue and stuff that happened. Is that still to come for me? I mean, I'd say some of the more, you know, dramatic, uh, high-end cutscenes are on their way. Okay. Um, about shedding tears? I don't know about all that. You know, that's a little... <laughs> but then again, that's just maybe my personality. You know, maybe sure. you sure. are a bit more, you know, sensitive to some subject matters. Sure. Maybe sure. you will shed okay. a tear, but I think that okay. it's 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 good content. The the cut the cut okay. scenes are very very good content. I'd say. Okay, okay, that's good to hear. That's good to hear. So the main story hopefully won't let me down. 
and carry me through the rest of this game. But even yeah. even in Act Three, too, the main cutscenes, I feel like we're still like you know, I know there were some complaints about things going off the rails, but I'm like, brother, if you've played a Japanese any type of game, you know that mm-hmm. those those bad boys go off the rail in the last act. So I wasn't Absolutely. you know shocked in the slightest. I was like, okay, this is what we're doing. We're doing this X Y Z. It didn't even feel off the rails. I'm gonna be quite I felt honest. Like with we you. went off the rails in in the first act. Already. Yeah, exactly. And like after yeah. that, I was like, okay, this is just what we're doing. That's where we are. That's how it pretty much ends in the same uh, vein. Pretty much. Uh, there's some okay. you know some twists, but whatever. It's okay. fine. I, I thought I, I think the story is uh, pretty good. Okay. Okay. So yeah, I just wanted to make that comment. That's my Final Fantasy check in. I am pretty determined to see if I can beat this game by Monday. Um, that'd be nice if I could do that. If I can't, it's not the end of the world. I'll beat it definitely it. before next Friday. Um, so but Sea of Stars is coming in soon, so Ooh. we we got a tough timeline ahead of us. Um and with that being said, I guess we can talk about the Japan trip now. Talk about it, really. Talk about the Japan trip. I went to Japan ten days, uh went to Tokyo. Kyoto, Osaka, back to Tokyo, and then home. Uh, did you stop by uh, Nara? We did go to Nara, but we were in Tokyo and we just took a, or we were in Kyoto and we just took a train to Nara for just a little bit. Oh, right. we didn't spend the whole day there, and I'll explain why shortly. Uh, but overall, just general thoughts, general opinions on the trip. Absolutely loved it. Fantastic trip. Uh, for a nerd like myself, Tokyo has always been like, yo, I gotta go, gotta see what they talking about over there. Definitely the birthplace of some of my favorite media, some of my favorite game franchises, video games in general take a lot of influence from, from, uh, their origins over in Japan. So I was like, I gotta see what they're talking about there. Um, and I feel like it lived up to all the hype. Uh, basically everything I was hoping it would be ended up being that, uh, definitely just like completely different culture in the U S than the U S obviously. Um, there's the stuff you hear all the time. Oh, like it's super clean over there. People are polite. Yeah, that was all true. But also I noticed it's just like U S is just too serious, bro. They're too serious over here. Like we, we like, it's like everything is, um, Wolf of Wall Street, you gotta mm. you know, grind, you got this grind set, we ain't playing around, like, if you're an adult, you gotta be an adult X, Y, and Z. Now, I'm not talking about social media, because, you know, US on social media, number one memers, number one clowners, uh, number, like, one of the most unserious, unserious systems on earth is the US social media system, uh, but, like, in real life, people just are very serious about getting what they need to be done, done. Uh, in Japan, it's not serious over there. Like, yes, they are punctual and, you know, they're very organized and stuff like that. But we're not calling anime cartoons over there, right? Anime is everywhere. There's anime ads. <laughs> like, every little thing, like, the government uses little cartoons to depict what they're trying to tell you. Uh, because, obviously, they have a lot of foreign travelers and most people cannot read kanji. So, they have a lot of imagery to 
to explain what's going on. They have a lot of little cartoon music. Cartoon music was coming out like government vehicles. Like they got a little sanitation <laughs> truck playing like ice cream truck music and stuff. Kind of just be like, all right, get get that out of the way. You know, we're doing our job. Uh, and I think that was a breath of fresh air, right? Like going to a plate like in in the U.S. There's when we talk about like physical stores and stuff. Not there's not a store I want to walk into. Like sure, going into Uniqlo is exciting to get clothes or whatever. Going to I don't know a a sneaker shop is is exciting every now and again to look around. A micro center, a Best Buy, like but in Japan it's like every corner, every street is like oh dang I gotta check this out. Oh they got they got Demon Slayer stuff in here. I gotta stop in here. Gotta stop in here real quick. Oh like. Uh, I got to check out this store because they might have some games. That, like It was just like every corner, there's something to do. Even the convenience stores, a bunch of snacks. And I think that was just kind of like the foreigner, oh, this place is new, where it's like, oh, I got to go in the convenience store and, and look for all the different snacks. But it was definitely a vibe where it's like, wow, like this place embraces video games so much. This place embraces anime so much. that it's like, hey, man, I could be in any different city, Tokyo, Kyoto, any neighborhood. And there might be something cool or interesting that I, I want to do that appeals to my interest. That I want to stop in and check out. Uh, for example, I went to. Uh, I guess. I guess I'll guess I'll do this on the pie. Live on the pie. You're going to pick up something from the from the background. Yeah, I'm going to pick up something from the back here. All right. I'm going to narrate what he's doing. He's going back to his bookshelf. He's got a no way. No way. No way. I saw it. I already know what it is. So this is what we got. Here. I already know what it is. This, this is what we got here. Look at he did it. Folks. Look at this. He got this is a I'm gonna I'm okay. gonna read I'm gonna read this to you. Read right it out. Here. This is the RX dash zero in Unicorn Gundam O2 Banshee Nori destroy mode. All right. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck this thing is. It's an HD. It's a high grade. That's like the the high grades are like the they're not they have the least amount of detail technique second least amount of detail in terms of all of Gundam, but it's mm-hmm. like perfect for like beginners, you know. Okay, okay. But I was like, basically, I was in Akihabara, and I was like, I had all the video game shops planned out, and I was like, oh, I'll, uh, I wonder, like, what the Gundam shops look like, because I know Gundam is another big thing over here, so I looked on Reddit real quick, and they were basically like, go to the the Japanese version of a Best Buy. I don't remember the name of the place. I was like, that is pretty close by. Go to this place. This place is like nine floors. Not even joking. It's like nine floors. This place is crazy. So I'm like, uh, okay, got to go up six floors to get to the video game floor. The video game floor looks like a Toys R Us. It's insane. Holy There's like a shit. whole video game section that you go in where they got little displays, Final Fantasy 16 posters, like all these different setups and TVs and stuff in that section. But out of that section, that section's like kind of like in its own little room, huge little room. Uh, out of that section, they got, you know, just sections of sections of figures, uh, little plushies, all that stuff. Went to the Gundam section, uh, and then they just, you know, got walls and walls and gu- uh, Gundams and, and, and Gundam knocks, knockoffs and stuff. And I was like, okay, these are kind of sick. I wanted to get more, but I was like, uh, a lot of space. <laughs> I was like, I don't know if I could pack all of these. No. 
Uh, and they also have like a bunch of like little gotcha vending machines that kind of look like gumball machines where you put in 250 or whatever in Japanese money and you and you can get like one of four Demon Slayer characters or one of four little mini Gundam figures. I don't think I have anything any gotcha related thing. What was uh, that? There's like a little I missed, what was that? I missed the last couple of I was just saying, I don't think I have okay. anything uh, from that to okay. show off, but basically, uh, yeah, it was crazy. Just going to this random Best in a Best Buy in the U.S., I go, and I'm like, I'm looking, video game section these days is like almost non-existent. You're looking at everything behind a shelf. And then otherwise, I'm picking up little phones, putting the phones back down. You know, they attach to little strings. <laughs> so I steal them. I'm looking at washing machines sometimes, just trying to entertain myself. This, I mean, like, I, was, I could have been in that little toy section for hours. Right? Like, I could have been in there for hours. There are so many interesting little things. Uh, I also got uh, this little guy here. Oh, what are you about? I got show? this little Mewtwo. A Mewtwo figure. Okay. I was like, okay, why not? This this thing was like twelve fifty or something, five dollars. Okay. So I was like, okay, might as well cop a little Mewtwo, one of my favorite Pokemon. So uh, picked him up, and you know they had just had a ton of stuff like that. Uh, I'm happy to announce too about this uh, Banshee Nori Destroy Mode. This will actually be. Your personal Gundam. No, this is my gift to you. I'm no on the podcast. (laughs) I'm a little Oprah Winfrey. Winfrey here. This is your Gundam. I'm on it. Picked out for you. Uh, I I don't know what to say other than thank you. Yeah, of course. I just gotta somehow get it to you. You can just hold on "Hmm." to it, and then I'll pick it up in person. Whenever next time I see. I'll bring it. I'm coming back for Thanksgiving, so that's when I'll bring it to the U.S. <laughs> okay. or bring it to uh, Georgia. We'll see if we can get it to you. Then, if not, maybe Christmas or something. All right. So here it is. Here's your little gift. Wow. I'm reaching through the uh, screen. I'm grabbing Japan. it. There you go. There we go. Thank uh, you. Do you know who this guy is? I know of Unicorn Gundam. I have not watched that series yet, though, so I don't have the full context. Yeah, don't have the well, full context. So, well, we'll, well, we'll, we'll get to it. Yeah, you know, ahead, one of these days I'll watch up, it. All right, go ahead and say yeah, because that was like one of the coolest ones that I saw. I was gonna get a second one that looked pretty cool, uh, but once again, I was like, mm, this is kind of big. All right, you remember the name of the big. second one or the other one? I don't. Okay, absolutely not. Absolutely, and yeah, they do have some crazy ass names. They do, and I was just like, I was just basically going off the poses they had on the side panel. I was like, mm, this one's this one's kind of cool. Um, but yeah, like in addition to that, there was a bunch of like little, uh, consider them like Dave and Buster's, a bunch of little arcades. Mm. Uh, a lot of them had like four to six floors, and it would be like either a floor of entire crane machines uh entire like uh just purely like arcade cabinets there were rhythm games so i tell you japanese people do rhythm games different bro i was like (laughs) oh nah amanda and i went to one floor and they were playing that little uh there was a guy playing the little drum game you know Mm -hmm. that's on the switch yeah and when i tell you we got a video too uh bro was like 
he was on his Nick Cannon, bro. Like, he was not playing around. He was, like, hitting every note. I was like, wait a second. And there were guys with gloves on playing a little oh, piano. Yeah. There was some guy playing some touchscreen game I've never seen before, <laughs> like, literally hacking the Matrix. I was like, what the fuck? And there was a bunch of guys playing, uh, I think, like, it looked like some Gundam game where it was, like, clearly multiplayer. And you were, like, in a little little uh, Gundam chair or something operating it. Uh, and it smelled musty as hell in that little area, bro. I was like, oh, oh man. they must have been playing this for hours. <laughs> it was packed over there. So very interesting, but that was very fun. Uh, tried the claw machine quite a few times. Didn't win anything. Felt like I was close to getting a, uh, uh, Uzi. What's his name from uh, Lil Uzi Vert? Nah. Uh, what's his name from, uh, Tengen? From, Tengen, uh, uh from Demon, Demon Slayer? Slayer? The... Yeah. The flashy guy with the yeah. two swords. I think it's Tengen yeah. Uzui. I don't know. Uzui. I don't Anyways, I almost. I feel like I almost got almost it. Got Amanda said I wasn't close, but damn, she's on your ass. It's like when we talk about scams, bro. Some of these claw machines they got over there, hella scams. Like I don't know how it's possible how people. I did see somebody win one, but I was like, I don't know how this is possible, bro. You gotta like. It's hard to even explain. It'd be like the figure would be on this this box inside these little markings. It's like clearly, okay, this is where they set it up. And like they'll have you use a crane to like pick up the the box and kind of wiggle it off of the platform. But the crane has like the lift power of Mm. I don't even want to say an ant because no ants are pretty small. No club. tension, bro. Okay. It's like I'm like, bro, you got to spend fifty, <laughs> sixty dollars to win these things, and it's just not worth. Um, but yeah, like just overall, cool vibes all around. Uh, great place to buy retro games. I got a stack of retro games oh, here. I'll just fire them off see. on my my personal pickups. We got Uncharted. That's pretty to clean. the Japanese version here. We got uh, Street Fighter versus Tekken, which I don't even know if this is a Japanese exclusive thing, but the cover, I was like, this looks crazy. I don't think it, that looks like the normal one to me, but still it's clean. It's kind of a clean cover there. Uh, we got Naruto. Uh, that Storm, probably. <laughs> yeah, Ninja Ultimate Storm. Ninja Storm. But I was like, okay, this, this cover is clean here. Ratchet and Clank Japanese version with a little cartoon cool. cover. Dragon Ball Z Budokai with the uh, alternate cover here as well. Okay. So. Nice. Got Mario Tennis Japanese Mario cover for the Tennis. N64. How much is that? Hey, look, that is a this one was, This was this is seven bucks. Seven bucks? I don't, wow, okay. I, I think it's like resealed. Oh, okay. It's definitely resealed. So it's definitely used. Gotcha. And of course... Amanda, help me find this. We got the original Super Mario Bros. No uh, Japanese. Way. What the heck? This was how much was this? Uh, this was like six bucks, five fifty, something like okay. that. Okay, but still though, that was hella cheap. She was hella cheap. Yeah. Um, and they got like little sticker shops. I got hella stickers here. As well, I'm not going to go through all of them, but here's a little Gyarados sticker. Okay, clean, clean. We got got the girl here. Oh, Kimberly from Street Fighter Six. Okay, 
Yeah, well, we, I see the dude from Jujutsu Kai's in there too. Uh, one dude. Oh, God. yeah, that Got guy. Little, little mouse guy. What's his name again? I forgot. I forget everybody's I name. I forgot his name. Jujutsu Kaisen. Speaks. Quick side note: Why does in the flashback? Mm-hmm. Why does uh, Gojo's little teammate, the girl who doesn't go out on missions, why does she look exactly like the girl from the present time? I think that's just lazy. Lazy. <laughs> I think, lazy yeah, I'm pretty sure it's just, it's, she just oh, looks similar. Nah. She's got the same cut. That's really no, all it is. Nah. I don't think there, there's no connection. There's no connection. There. Like, oh, she's a reincarnate. Nah, it's nothing like that. It just okay. looks similar. Okay. That's crazy. That's <laughs> that's, that's sickening. Quite frankly, that is pretty frankly. wild. Thinking about it, yeah. Anyways, anyways, um, so just like a rundown of what we did. First of all, it was hot as hell out there. Mm. Like literally hot as hell. I think it was like in the nineties. Like one day, I think it said a hundred percent humidity, which I don't even know. I was like, humidity. I don't even know what that means, bro. 100% humidity. Though the air was thick, bro. So, like, the humidity made it feel... The humidity added on said it, like, made it feel like 110, 109. So, we were we were getting cooked out Eesh. there. Like, it was a, uh, a classic roast fest. Like, we were going up against super hot fire. We were getting cooked. No. All right? Uh, but in Tokyo... We did a lot of cool things. We checked out a couple of temples. Uh, we went to an omakase, which I'm not gonna lie to you, crazy experience. Crazy omakase. experience. That's all. That's which one where it's like, like a personal chef, chef kind of. Yeah. So we so we had our little uh, appointment. Made the appointment. The chefs just cooking stuff up. And you know, I'm a a sushi fan i like my fatty tuna i like my salmon like my whatever eel whatever but uh yeah they weren't feeding us any of that we did get a, a little bit of a tuna and stuff what but they feeding y'all they were what putting else out, is it? they were putting out stuff like abalone i don't know okay even, i was like mm, okay i guess they were putting out uh i think it was sea urchin uni i think they gave mm-hmm. us uni okay. at one point I'm gonna tell you right now. I don't like the texture of of non fish. All right, I'm not trying to eat you know. <laughs> I'm not trying to eat no shellfish. I'm not trying to eat no no sea urchin. None of that. But that was basically like half the menu. Where I was like, I was fighting for my life trying to get some of this food down. I was, and you just never know. You don't see the menu beforehand, so you're just like, you just never know what's never coming around was. the corner. I think we had 26, and it was a she, first of all. You're sexist. Oh, my fault. Damn. Go ahead and get canceled for that one real I'm quick. I'm canceled. Uh, and it was, I think we had 26 courses that they just kept putting out in front of us. And I was like, like right near the end, I was like, I don't know if I can go any further, bro. I don't know if I can eat anything else. Because it's just like a lot of the stuff was pretty good, pretty decent. When you get one thing that just fucks up your, your, your palate, mm-hmm. then you're kind of just... It's like a critical hit, bro. Oh, you need time to you're recover. Your, your your drive gauge is empty, oh. so you're, now you're kind of like backing off. You know what I'm saying? So I like, I was like, I don't know, bro. And it's like you're at this super intimate like counter, so it's like you're not trying to be disrespectful. You're not trying to put stuff to the side. So I was, I was tanking everything. Oh, I was like, gee. They would put this thing out, and I was like, hmm. I'd give it a little taste, and I was like. Hmm, this kind of tastes like snot, but I guess I'll just nice. eat the whole thing. 
<laughs> I guess I'll eat the whole thing. So both Amanda and I were like, mm, I don't know if we'll do that again, but it was quite the experience. Uh, good time. Uh, on the flip side, we like had a lot of great food. I uh, went to this little fish market. We were going to get Kobe beef, A5 mm-hmm. Wagyu or whatever. Uh, and we like go to the counter and it's like, I think it's like $25 for four cubes of meat on a stick. And I was like, I'm like, I don't know. Like, can we, we should just like not do this. And I mean, that was like, like we, we have to try it. We have to try it. It's like Wagyu. It's going to be like so good. And I'm like, dang 20. Like, this is like, this is like, I'm getting scammed right before my eyes. Yeah. But we did it. We got our little four cubes of meat on a little stick. It was fire, man. It was one of the best meats I've ever had, for sure. Hmm. All I did was put a little salt and they give you a little salt and pepper dip. And they give you some sauce too. I didn't need the sauce. The salt and pepper was enough. That's all you it need. was just it was like a little bit of a little bit of magic. So Will spent twenty five dollars there. Uh and overall, a lot a lot of fire dishes. I'm trying to think. There wasn't anything I mean, there was one place where we went to get like these little uh fish pancakes things where they had like basically a little pan okinomiyaki a bunch of stuff in the mm. pancake little guys to put on a little show he's like take your cameras out take your cameras out i'm like okay, okay sure. and he's like he's like uh squiggling i guess mayo on, on the pancake and as i'm filming the video i'm like that's a lot of mayo bro i don't know <laughs> I don't know, but we ate it. It was pretty good. But these things were huge. They were like the size of my head. Damn. And uh, we ordered two because uh, Amanda thought you needed to eat, you know, order one per person. And we uh, finished a person. We were like, I don't know, bro. Take it to go. This ain't, this ain't possible. They ain't no to go out there, bro. You order to go we, before you order. If you don't order to go before you order, you ain't taking it home. I'll tell you that. Nice. So, uh, but yeah, it was a lot of fun experiences like that. Um, but definitely most of my favorite dishes were when we just ate straight up meat. Uh, pause. Uh, some of the best moments <laughs> for sure. I mean, I had meat in a box. That was cool. It was just meat on top meat. of some rice with some sauce. That was fire. Right, one of the best meals I had. So we, had like, we had like this Japanese barbecue uh, style uh, dinner. Which it was like six, seven courses of meat, fire, just straight meat, fire. So uh, a lot of great food out there. Shout out Japan on the food. I was sushied out partly because of that uh, omakase. Mm. That really just kind of, that really kind of just traumatized me for the rest of the trip in terms of sushi. <laughs> I was like, I don't know, bro. I just don't know. But great sushi as well. Had a lot of uh, great, great little individual pieces. Seven Eleven was banger as well. Like Seven Eleven is really on a different level. They're built different out there. Uh, reminded me of a. Uh, the only thing I can, can kind of compare it to is a Quick Trip mm, or a Wawa. Okay. Where Quick Trip and Wawa are the elite gas station slash convenience stores of the U.S. I think they're not really on par with the Seven Elevens and and the Family Marts and whatever in Japan, but. They were pretty fire. They're, they're, they can kind of hold their own. So, nice. um, other than that, 
interesting stuff. Apparently, like the trains are absolutely punctual. Like if that shit says it's coming at 1035, it's coming at 1035, not a minute later, not a minute earlier. And if you miss it, you just miss it. You just got to wait the next. Luckily, they all come pretty quickly. So you wait five minutes, maybe 10 minutes max. Get your next train. That stuff is super punctual, except Uh-oh. when there's a typhoon, apparently. Oh, except when no. there's a typhoon, because when we're going, this was like a series of unfortunate events. Uh, a like It was just error after error. Because we were planning to go to Kyoto. We're taking the bullet train. Um, we, were, we were like all ready to go. We're excited. We're like, okay, next le- leg of our trip. Uh, we're about to go through the gate to the bullet train. I'm like, get, looking for my ticket. I'm like, wait a second. I don't have my wallet. So I, I'm like, my wallet's gone. Damn. This is not good. Our train comes in like 20 minutes. We're looking for, our, for my wallet. I'm looking on, I have my little tile uh, to track the location. It's like, yeah, we haven't seen that shit for like 30 minutes. I'm like, oh, God. So, like, I'm running around trying to find the find the wallet. Super stressed. Literally never found it. So, we missed the train. And, like, I'm still, I, I looked for, it felt like hours. I don't know if it was one hour, two hours, whatever. We're in that train station for far too long looking for that wallet. Never found it. Um. So we're like going in defeated. We have to like change our train ticket. We were, we had stuff planned to do in Kyoto that day as well too. So I'm like, damn, I just fucked up everything. Uh, so we go to change our train ticket, and the guy's like, "Oh yeah, that train. <laughs> yeah, that didn't even go out today. We canceled all the trains today." Oh. Uh, we're like, "Uh, what?" He's like, "Yeah, there was a typhoon, so uh, we canceled all of them." And we're like, "Oh, okay. Well, at least that's good. Like, we wouldn't have made the train anyway." Still stressed out, still distressed. Uh, but cool, we book our ticket for free for the next day, no problem. Uh, apparently, that typhoon still around, hanging out, trying to have a little fun. All right, so we're in the train station trying to catch our our, our train for the next day. Delay, like the the whole train station's packed. People sitting around, like, uh, Damn. okay. Apparently, like the first trains of the day were supposed to go out at nine thirty. It's like 11 a.m. Train still hasn't arrived. 12 noon still haven't arrived. One, two in the afternoon. We're like, oh, nah. Eventually, one of the train station staff starts yelling something. I'm using my Google Translate. We're trying to figure out what's going on. Apparently, he was like, yeah. Uh, So we're going to let some trains go. But this isn't a guarantee that all the trains are going to be able to go. So apparently, like the 930 train was like, in the station, people had already gotten on and they were just waiting to go for to get the clear. So they were waiting on that train for hours. Hell no. Like, hell hell like no. Five plus hours on the on the little train waiting for it to just move. So I guess they were like, all right, the typhoon has listed, lifted enough where we're going to try and send these people at least. They sent those people and then there was like one other train. I'm like, there's all this chaos. We're trying to figure out if we can get on a train. Like, our ticket's for 1030, but the 1030 train is, like, they're so backed up that it's, like, we're not even close to the 1030 train. So, eventually, we just did 
Dilla, Adventures of Tintin. I, don't, I haven't even seen that fucking movie. I don't know if this happens in that movie. <laughs> we, just, we were just like, we just got to jump on some train. So we just jumped on a random train that was about to leave. It was like going to Kyoto. So we were like, we don't know if our train's ever going to come, whatever. We got to get to Kyoto. We've already missed half a day. Actually, probably a full day at this point because we missed the first half of mm-hmm. the second day and the, the first half of the first day. Um, so we just randomly jumped on the train. Seemed like a bunch of random people did the same thing. Uh, and we made it to Kyoto. It wasn't our train. It wasn't our intended train, but we made it. Uh, our actual 1030 train. I looked up the the, uh, the schedule. It never left. It never made it to Kyoto. Whoa. So we would have lost multiple days trying to trying to make it to this godforsaken city. Uh, but we made it. We saw monkeys uh, yeah. at the Arashiyama Monkey Park. Uh, what we didn't know, or what they don't really tell you, is to get to the monkey park, you're hiking like, you're hiking. You're basically doing a little mini hike. So we're we're walking. Let me remind you. Like I said, it's like 90-something degrees out. Oh, humid as hell. No. Luckily, we went early in the morning, so the sun wasn't fully out. But it was like probably a 20, 25-minute hike up this little mountain to get to these dang monkeys. Uh, and then when we got there... I mean, they were monkeys. It was chill. I was, I was booling with the monkeys, so that was good. That was fun. And we hiked our asses back down. Nice. Uh, same with Nara. Like we had to kind of compress the trip a little bit because of delay. So we went to Nara at night. There was like basically nobody there. So it was just us and the deer, kind of just chilling. <laughs> That's kind of cool. It was kind of cool. It was kind of cool petting the little deer, looking around. Uh, I wish we had more time to spend there just so I could, you know, feed the deer some crackers and just take her, take in the city around, uh, the deer park. But for what we, for what we got accomplished in the time, we did the monkey park and Nara in the same day, which is crazy. Uh, very successful, very successful animal adventure. Um, Osaka, we went to the aquarium. I've been to a lot of aquariums in my life. All right. And I'll say it right here, right? Uh-oh. For the world to know. I'll say it right here. Georgia Aquarium is number one, baby. Let's Georgia Aquarium. Go. Let's go. I was, I was nervous. I thought you were about to, you know, say something. Let me tell you, if you like fish, if you like looking at fish, if you like looking at water, go nowhere other than Atlanta, Georgia, because the Georgia Aquarium is undefeated. It's like a little amusement park. This one... It was hella crowded, hella people trying to take pictures of these little whale sharks and, and whatnot. It was good. It was a good experience, but let me tell you, Georgia Aquarium is no still Georgia currently Aquarium. undefeated. Still currently undefeated. So I'll continue my aquarium travels across the world. If I find one that beats the Georgia Aquarium, I'll let y'all know. But as of now, still goaded. Um, went to the giant Gundam. As well, mm-hmm, this nice. is back in Tokyo. I went to see the giant Gundam, had to see it. Uh, and I was like making a big deal to Amanda about we got to see the show, we got to see the Gundam show. All right, they do a show like at 11, 1, X, Y, and Z. So we just worked out with our timing that we're able to finally make the show, yeah, like, and it starts right on time. And basically, the show is like the little Gundam. Like little, I don't even know what they are, fucking horns or whatever. Yeah, antenna, I think, technically. Little antenna kind of just like moves and the <laughs> sound comes out. <laughs> and that show lasts for 
maybe two minutes, Let's maybe go. maybe it's ninety seconds. Let's go. And I just look over at Amanda. Like I was like, I got to get a better view. <laughs> so I was like, she was in the shade, but I was like, I got to get a better view. And I look Can't at her wait. from like across the the way, and she just looks at me like, "Dang, that was the whole show. That's what we were we're trekking out to make." I was like, "Had yeah, to see it, bro. That was it, baby. You got to see it transform. Otherwise, it's just a statue." Like the fact that you saw it move, man. That that's what differentiates you from like the people who see it online. You know, that's true. I've never seen it move. Exactly. You've never seen it, so mm-hmm. we're kind of like just not on the same level. True. Uh, I've been talking a lot. I've talked about different points of the trip. I've shown you my little video game haul. Yes. Do you have any questions about Japan? Can we can we do a little Q and A session here? I got I got a, I got a couple of little questions here. Uh, Maybe with a couple. So you mentioned that you used Google Translate to talk to yes. you know, or to listen in on whatever the guy was yelling. How was yeah. getting around a foreign country with a different alphabet system? Mm-hmm. Um, in a language that you don't speak at all. How was that? Like stressful uh, at all, or stressful? It wasn't too bad because I feel like Japan does a really, really good job at making the city, the country accessible for non-native language speakers. Uh, there was a lot of stuff in English, uh, and for the stuff that wasn't in English, like I said, there's either images to help you understand or like we had the Google Lens app a lot of times, like for Japanese menus and stuff. And the Google Lens app was absolutely mm-hmm. vital in us un- understanding what we were ordering and whatnot and, and what we were reading. But for the most part, it was chill. Uh, like most people understood English. Uh, they may have not. There were some people that didn't, but Basically, what I did in those situations is I typed out my message in English, and I just showed them the Japanese translation on my phone uh, with the Google Translate app, and usually they were pretty good about understanding what I was saying and communicating that way. Um, And we got around using the train system, and the train system's pretty straightforward. Like, just use Google Maps, and... uh, It'll tell you exactly what you need to do, what exits to look for, what trains to hop on, exact, uh, all that stuff. And it was really easy to get around uh, using that. So, yeah, not bad at all. Not bad at all. Cool. I got, I think, there were, three more. Oh, you got three I, more. I will Go say ahead. there was only one question where, there was only one time, I think, where uh, we went to this ramen shop that was like kind of in this little hip neighborhood. You order the ramen from a vending machine. And the lady comes over to me. And she just says a bunch of shit in Japanese. I'm just looking at her like, ma'am, I don't know. I don't know what you're, ask- what you're asking me. And she was basically like, 100 grams or 200 grams. Frankly, I was like, I don't know if you're talking about the meat. I don't know if you're talking about what do you, I don't know what is 100 grams. So I just look over at a man and I say, should we do 100 grams or 200 grams? I don't know. And we're just like, 100 grams, I guess. Good bet. I don't know. That ramen was bomb. So yeah. that was what we chose. It worked out. But that was like the only time where I was just like deer in headlights. Like, oh no, I do not know what you're trying to say to me. I wonder if it was like size of the bowl, or like the size of like the ramen portion. Maybe. maybe. Yeah. I think Amanda was saying like amount of noodles, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Because we had already paid at that point. So it wasn't like 
or again, medium versus large or oh, anything okay. like that. So anyways, next question. Next question. So you mentioned pulling up Google Maps. Uh, yes. You got Google Lens, all this stuff. What was the internet connectivity like? Because obviously, you know, you're in a foreign country. How's that phone service mm. working for you? How, how are we getting That's to a connected? Question. Uh, so before the trip, Amanda was like, hey, apparently this eSIM, we can do use these international eSIMs that work in Japan for our data. I was like, bet. We're in the airport, uh, about to get on the plane to Japan. And of course, Metro PCS, as they always do, they're selling me. They're like, oh, yeah, we don't let you use uh, eSIM unless you have like these models of phones. I'm like, what the bro, hell? What are they my phone eSIMs, bro. Just let me use it. What are y'all talking about? So what we had to do was get a little Wi-Fi box at the Japanese airport. Uh, and you just get this little Wi-Fi box. It was $50 for the 10 days that we had it. And it was just like unlimited Wi-Fi. So that was just what we did. Just had this like little box. And it was unlimited Wi-Fi. So the box is connected to the cell network. Yes. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. So that was, that was, that clutched up for sure. Cause that's what we used. I want to say 80 to 90% of the time. Nice. Nice. Okay. Question number three. So, yes. you know, I know, I don't know if you know, uh, Japan has somewhat of a reputation, somewhat slightly of a reputation for uh, xenophobic tendencies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you experience any, you know, sort of xenophobia, any racism? If you feel comfortable uh, talking about it, I don't want to, you know, bring up yeah. some trauma or some shit. Absolutely. Like, you know, I'm, I'm always, always <laughs> uh, no trauma. I was hyped to talk about racism. It's one of my favorite <laughs> topics. Hell yeah. I did not experience any racism. Uh, everybody was super nice, like incredibly nice. Like everybody was overly nice, overly trying to be helpful. I don't know if they, it was cause they were workers and they felt like it was their duty to be, you know, helpful. But I feel like even normal people were pretty damn chill. I mean, I feel like I feel, I see more, I feel more racism here in the U S on, on a daily basis, okay. just, just walking around than I did in Japan. Uh, kids were staring at me. I don't know if that was because I was black or just because they were kids. I they don't know. They thought you were famous, really. They thought yeah, you were that on was, the that was LeBron team. James. Yeah, exactly. LeBron, that was LeBron. LeBron James. <laughs> thought I was uh, Michael Jordan or whatever. Michael B. Jordan. I don't know who they <laughs> thought I was. Uh, but uh, yeah, other than that, everybody was really, really nice, um, which was chill. Only time where I felt like, dang, this person racist. It was when I saw old white people on vacation in Japan, oh, where I was like, hell no. like who, are you, who are you looking at, bro? They were looking like, at this you? Is America. I don't know who they were looking at, but I was literally like, who are you looking at? Sometimes it was like, I don't know, like, are you looking at me? What's going on here? Damn. So, but yeah, all Japanese people. They Locked were, in. They were good. They were good. You got to stand with the Asian homies. Follow-up question to the racism yes. question. Did you see a lot of other uh, black people over there? Or not, I see a not lot of a lot, other black people. You know what I mean. I saw a few. Okay. A few black people. Seemed like most people, black people were just on vacation. Um, I did do a little head nod to one guy in the Tokyo train station because probably like the first black yeah. person I saw all day. So, you know, we had to recognize it. But yeah, I saw a decent number of black people. I noticed that there were, I noticed a couple different French black people, black people speaking French. So shout out to that. 
And I don't know how this is the case, bro. But I swear I saw some like uh I don't know if they were Nigerian or what. But I don't know how these people are in every fucking country trying to sell you no hand you some fucking flyer. No. I'm like, how is this like it was clearly like they lived here and they were like trying to hand people flyers or like trying to get them to buy something random. Like, I see these motherfuckers in Rome. I see these motherfuckers what? in Japan. I don't know. It's a international organization, bro. It's a scam. Bro. They all work for the prince, oh. bro. The Nigerian prince. <laughs> they all work for this fucking prince who apparently is trying to get, hand me his bank account <laughs> for some reason or whatever. I don't know what was up with that, but I was like, dang, bro. I got the whole, yeah, I got the system globally, which I, I respect the hustle, but I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I also saw a black cop. Like, I don't know if he was a traffic cop or whatever. But hmm. I was like, That's kind of cool. He was also like African. He wasn't like African American. Right, he right. I think he was like, you know, came from Africa or something. But gotcha. All and right. Just for the record, for people who don't know, we're black. All right. Whoa, not, they knew that. I'm not just. I, they should. Dang, but who knows? Maybe they're coming in for the Japanese. They're like, <laughs> they're just calling people African on the podcast. This is crazy. Talking about them damn Nigerians. What the <laughs> heck? Yeah, what's going on? We got to cancel. Don't worry, guys. We're black. We're black. Yeah, we can say we can say stuff like that. Um, I'm trying to think. I have one last question. Yes. All right. If you can go back, or when you ever decide to go back to Japan. Where yeah. would you go instead, or where would you like? You know, try to prioritize. What did you miss out on? Mm-hmm. I guess is what did I miss out on? So, like for the time we had, we did basically everything I wanted to do. I uh, saw a little bit of everything. Um, if I went back, it'd be cool to go to an onsen. Didn't get to go to an onsen, mm. so maybe go to a little village town, a little resort town, and do an onsen for a day or whatever. Uh, Hiroshima. Uh, it'd be cool to check that out for historical purposes. You know what I'm saying? That'd be interesting. Um, and yeah, I mean, I'm always down to do more video game stuff. Like, I felt like Amanda was like, how much video game stuff can you possibly see? Quite frankly, <laughs> a lot. I can see a lot. I yeah. didn't get to go to the uh, Ghibli Museum <clears throat> just because we couldn't get tickets. I would love to go and see that. Stuff like that. And yeah, just bo- I could bull around in Akihabara and those little spots forever. Um, I tried to go into the Gundam, like Tokyo Gundam store, but you had to like get a little ticket, and they were like come back in like two hours. I was like, we don't hours, Lord, we, we can't, we don't have schedule for that, <laughs> ma'am. So unfortunately, I'll, I'll sure going to there, but it looked sick. It looked really sick. Like they had, it looked like a little museum, and they had all these little Gundams built and stuff. It was, it was pretty, pretty clean. Nice, nice. Yeah, I would like to see uh, the other Japanese islands, I think, would be, you know, I want to I see what's going on in Hokkaido. I know it's like the snowy zone, okay, you know, Hokkaido. kind of, okay. hey, get a little situation up there. Hokkaido Everybody talking brown about sugar? Tokyo. You said, what now? Hokkaido brown no, sugar? Oh, wait, no, it's it's uh, Okinawa brown sugar. Okinawa, for the I want to go there tea. too. And then the Hokkaido tea is like caramel or whatever. Okay. I don't know if that has anything to do with the actual item islands. I think they they might just use those names randomly. But it has to. Anyways, fantastic trip. Uh, just to leave it off on a video game note, very cool to like to go to a place that really embraces video games and stuff. I feel like in the U.S., 
a lot of people play video games, but it's more like of a digital community. Um, like the arcades aren't really hip with the times outside of maybe like Dave and Buster's. Mm. Definitely the physical locations, GameStop and all that stuff. Uh, they've lost the sauce. They've been then lost the sauce. Uh, all these games that I got and I was showing off, I got from like this thrift store chain called Book Off, basically like a good Goodwill. And it was crazy to go in there and just see like huge collections of games that I could get for like seven bucks or whatever, um, three fifty, four dollars. Um, and you just don't see that in the U.S. Same thing with anime. There were like tons and tons of anime figures. Uh, went to this one floor. I was like, oh nah. Y'all gotta put some signs up or something because we went to the floor. I was seeing. Oh no! Nah. I was seeing areolas. I was seeing all sorts of stuff. Whoa! Bro. I was like, How's there no kid, kid, parent, guardian warning or or nothing, bro? How come we just waltz in this place by accident? Uh, so overall, fun time. Crazy to end on that that specific point. <laughs> that but, is a crazy uh, thing. To <laughs> I thought we were ending on a video game note. I guess it's. I guess I'll, I'll end it here. Did you see the guy that got Starfield? No. Is this what uh, Jose guy, was talking about? I think this is what Brendan was. Brendan posted this. Oh, that black dude who had Starfield. Yeah, black dude got Starfield. Yeah, watch Fars us smoking a little blunt, talking about. <laughs> I'm sorry, Ty, but <laughs> this is a good game, man. <laughs> I was like, why, why are you gave sorry? Up? I don't know why he's sorry, but then he f- posted a follow-up talking about, y'all said I only have three copies? Look at this. Dude had like 10 copies of Starfield. Apparently, he works at FedEx, too, so people are like, oh, nah, he definitely <laughs> stole these off the truck or something, bro. So now they're <laughs> the whole council like, oh, nah, this man's going to jail. He's going to jail. So uh, I'm hyped for Starfield. That's really all I'm focused on at this point. Set my sights on and uh hopefully final fantasy 16 will put me in good spirits heading into it but i don't know this <laughs> this open world is pissing me off yeah quite frankly at some point the stars will put me in the right graces at some point the open world is literally just uh i think of it as one big loading screen i was holding oh, down God. i was just holding on the, the button <laughs> to, to run and i was just going i was on my little chochabo i'm trying to like do a double dash or something yeah bro. Nah, you ain't got it's, that I'm like, you're moving too slow for how big this traversal got to be. Yeah, it's just a long screen, brother. All right, everybody. Uh, if you enjoy hearing about Japan, I'm glad you enjoyed this episode. If you hate it hearing about Japan, I'm sorry, brother. We're going to be talking about Starfield <laughs> in a couple couple weeks. So uh, just, you know, bide your time for that. Next week, we're talking about Sea of Stars, maybe. Because it comes out next Tuesday. Next Tuesday, So yeah. we'll have played... Depends on what we record. Maybe we won't talk about it. Uh, but anyways, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, you guys know the deal. Join the Discord if you want to join the conversation. Uh, PlayerPlayerPod.com slash Discord will send you right there. Also, the link will be in the description of this video. Uh, rate this five stars on iTunes, Spotify, your podcasting platform of choice. Uh, share it with your friends. Tell them, hey, guys, this is one of the best podcasts I've ever heard. I don't care if you, you've only listened to one episode. Hype this shit up to the moon just so we can get a couple more listeners. Uh, Jose, once again, remember to shout us out in the Discord. 
Uh, and if you do that <laughs> and we don't mention you the next episode, Arsenal owes you a dollar. Yep. Uh, shout out to Aaron Miller as always for the intro music. You can follow him at the Miller child on Instagram. You can find me on social media as the hoop man where he is the three. And you can follow my co-hosts Arsene here at PAX Arsenico on Twitter, Twitch, or Arsene Lapa on Instagram. And until next time, guys, keep gaming. Game on, folks. And there it is.